Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is Philip Cooper with TRC365. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This is our actual second podcast of our series that we've started. Again, my name is Philip Cooper, and our goal with this podcast is really to bring you guys value as well as some quick tips on A, kind of the home improvement industry, the storm restoration industry, and really just become more familiar with names, terms, and things to look for uh, that could benefit you and your household uh, or property business. So uh, today our big category we're going to be speaking about is policies, specifically homeowners policies, as well as commercial properties. Uh, the three things we're going to be discussing is, hey, what items should I have in my policy? Discuss the deductible, as well as a endorsement that most business owners do not know exists or uh, what it actually does. Okay. So the first item we're going to really discuss is central, especially for you homeowners. Uh, we know many of you guys just renew your policies. You're happy if your premiums go down, uh, but you don't know exactly what's on that. You know, what have you been paying for the last 20 years? Uh, why are your premiums going down? Uh, because either your house is appreciated in value or actual items are aging. So you know uh, the cost to renovate is actually increasing as well. Well, the first thing we want to look at is let's pull out your policy. I ask, you know, have a hard copy for your reference. Maybe speak with your agent. Try to get one emailed to you. Uh, this is a great time seeing that it is spring. Uh, if you live in the panhandle, uh, generally this is hail and winds storm season coming up in the next few months. Also in the Chicagoland area, you know, usually we have our harsh winters. Next comes the rain as well as the wind. So it's a great time to brush up what you're paying for, what exactly is included. So let's pull out these policies. Uh, the first thing we want to see is, do we have an RCV policy, which is replacement cost value, or do we have an ACV policy? Okay. Now an ACV policy is actual cash value. Uh, you're probably more familiar with these items pertaining to your auto insurance. A lot of us have ACV policies uh, because vehicles, as we know, depreciate rapidly, whether they're brand new off the lot or just as new cars come out. Okay. So they do lose their value. But let's chime in on RCV. This is really what you should be striving to have. Uh, it's going to be a little more premiums per month, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Uh, replacement cost value is pretty much allowing you as the homeowner, if you experience loss or damage, to recoup what it costs in today's dollars uh, to whether restore it or rebuild it. Okay, uh, that's really what we want you to have. Obviously, you got to subtract your deductible from that. That's what you're agreeing to pay. Uh, generally, there are companies that go door to door saying they'll waive the deductible. This is actually insurance fraud because you stated in your contract with your insurance company that you are responsible for that sum on your own. Now, the second one, that ACV, is actual cash value. So what it does is it factors the replacement cost value uh, for whatever item it is, whether it's, let's say, siding or roofing. And then they subtract the depreciative total from that replacement cost. So if we have a $10,000 roof, 
uh, let's say our roof is 10 years old, obviously building products and vehicles, they depreciate. So they factor in that depreciate total, they subtract it from the $10,000, and you get the actual cash value to replace that roof. So you're paying for a 10-year roof. Now, a lot of us understand this doesn't make sense, uh, and that's why we really persuade you to try to get that RCV policy, okay? If I didn't have experience with clients, uh, specifically, I've had two churches where they've actually had ACV policies, and it's really came to hurt them. They experienced wind damage, and the items that were left off was they had ACV. So, uh, you know, you're talking about a $100,000 roof. Now, they're going to give you about 40% of that uh, because that's the actual cash value of that roofing system. So it is tough. Obviously, it's harder for commercial properties and churches and nonprofits. Uh, that's in why we really want to let you guys know now, it, seeing that it is spring, let's make sure we got our, our house in order. As I said, reach out to your agent. They might be able to let you know. Uh, and I would recommend get an email. Don't take a verbal uh, you have this, have them email a copy of that policy or, you know, a description stating you have a replacement cost value policy. Okay. So that's key there. The second thing is deductible. If there's things we do know about our policy, it's our deductible. Okay. A lot of us don't care what we're paying premiums. We're more focused on, I just want it to be $500 to $1,000 when disaster strikes, which 20, 10 years ago, that was very prevalent, okay? Lately, it seems to be more common for many homeowners to not be aware of their deductible, okay? And what I mean by that is it's becoming more prevalent for insurance companies to actually have the deductible to be a percentage of the policy. So you have a $250,000 policy, let's say an exterior damage replacement, it's going to be 1% deductible. So that deductible is $2,500, all right? Uh, many of us think we have that set $500, $1,000 deductible. Uh, but State Farm, for instance, they've been going this route. Many more are following suit. Just as in the last 15 years, we've experienced more hurricanes, uh, catastrophic storms throughout even, even the Midwest. So they're really trying to cover their tail uh, by having these ever-increasing deductibles. Uh, and one we ran into last week, if you have farmer's insurance, maybe you want to even check this out for yourself, is uh, what's actually happening is they're giving you a $500 deductible for interior damage. Okay, let's say your ceiling's leaking. Uh, you just pay a $500 deductible. Let's get that interior restored. Well, as every contractor knows or homeowner, well, what's causing the leak? Okay, let's say it's, it is your roof. Maybe that roof is damaged by hail. Okay, so what they're doing is a separate claim for the roof. A lot of them are separating it, and that roof is a percentage of your policy. So they might have you file two claims. Uh, they'll have varying deductibles for those items, and I just want you to be aware of that. All right, so chime in, call your agent, ask, hey, do I just have one deductible? Is it a percentage of my policy? Uh, super simple. They should be transparent. Most agents want to speak with you. Many of them are finding a reason to get in front of you or even speak with you because they obviously offer more than just homeowner's insurance. So this is a great way for you to give them a call, 
they want to obviously speak with you. Maybe they have life insurance policies and things like that, that they might upsell or package uh, to you as well. So think of it as a relationship. Many of us stick with our same homeowner's policy uh, in terms of the agency that's giving it. It's generally, we usually flip when, you know, we've had a claim that hasn't gone our way or uh, the agent themselves are retiring and their book of business is switching. Okay. Now the third thing is an endorsement. So endorsements could either include or exclude specific items. All right. The one we're speaking about today is law and ordinance clause. So the note, right? Law and ordinance clause. This is really key, especially for older homes. Uh, If your home's probably built past 2015, Uh, Your home's probably built with more of the common building codes. Uh, For instance, the city of Chicago is going to be mandating the 2018 residential codes uh, as well as energy codes uh, that's actually going to be enforced. So if you have an older home, 1960s, 1970s, or if you're a commercial owner, this is a great thing to have included. So what is law and ordinance clause? Well, what this means is It's going to pretty much cover you in the case if your roof obviously is damaged or your siding. It's going to require you to bring up your house or your property up to current building code. All right. Because current building codes requiring you to abide by the most recent code enforcements. So maybe that's more insulation. uh, Maybe that's new decking for your roof. Okay. And by having this, uh, you'll have that building upgrade coverage in there. So the insurance will actually be responsible uh, for indemnifying you for these items. Uh, some agents or adjusters will stay, well, some aren't enforced. Uh, and that's where we say, you know, have the contractor you're working with uh, or speak with your agent. And you can indicate, you know, this is what the manufacturer expects. This is actually in the building code which is adopted by my local municipality, okay? So key things, law and ordinance clause, it very well may increase your premiums, no more from, you know, $5 to 50. All I say is speak with your agent on that. Uh, If they're trying to sway you away from doing that, I would maybe even reach out to a a nearby agent, just get a second opinion. Uh, They really shouldn't be swaying you from a policy that's gonna really benefit you as their client. Okay, so the big three today, if you have time, check out your type of policy. Do I have an RCV or an ACV policy? Second thing, what type of deductible am I paying? Do I have one? Do I have different ones depending on the situation? And the third thing, you know, I have this great policy. Does it include everything I'm comfortable with having? All right, and that's the law and ordinance endorsement. So key thing today at least before spring, reach out to your agent, you know, and I always recommend, even if you want to price shop, that's great. I'm not trying to say flip your book of business for these three items. Uh, We just know, especially with total roofing, as well as speaking with other contractors, uh, the worst situation is trying to help a homeowners that's not properly covered um, from an insurance aspect. Okay. Um, A lot of us take our time researching what we should have life insurance to help our, our family in the time of need. But generally with the home, we kind of neglect it or we just, you know, we get renewed. We just want to pay that premium. So let's just be proactive on your end. Let's reach out to the agents. Uh, let's 
take care of that, and then we can look forward to spring and summer. If something happens, we know, hey, we know what we have, and we're ready when disaster strikes. So, again, thank you guys for checking us out day two of our podcast, our insurance policy tips. Again, my name's Philip Cooper. If you have any questions, you can email me at philipgcooper at gmail.com or check us out at trc-inc.com and you can email us questions or concerns you have as well. So thanks again. If you have any questions, uh, reach out to us and we'll try to answer those as soon as possible. Thanks.